Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Welcome back to the Passion for Craft podcast. Um, today we're doing something a little bit different, uh, a little bit fun. Um, we're going to react to some celebrity houses. Mm. Um, and there's, uh, th so we've got a bunch of videos. Austin's pulled a couple of them, um, our producer, Austin. And he's got uh, like a $100 million house tour, as well as Tom Cruise's house tour. And then I requested that y'all see the most famous house tour guy I know, producer Michael, um, who's really just this goober who does these big mega mansion house tours. Does he have a big voice? Uh, let's a, just... Do you remember the lifestyles of the rich and famous? The guy, yeah. and it's a million dollars. I mean, this guy might be the same guy. Okay. Because he, he's... He's getting up there, and he's not willing so to admit it. So in general, it. I, I don't know if we're going to have many comments about the rich and famous because I suspect just because of the teams they put together, mm -hmm. they they're gonna they, they try to guarantee themselves something tasteful. So you're saying, am, am I going to be surprised? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. We're this truly is a blind reaction, Richard. Have you been watching house tour videos? No, recently? okay, not at all. <clears throat> so we have not seen any of these videos. So like, I'm working on a job right now that I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement on. So who is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really, <laughs> right don't, know. I really don't know who it is. You that's yourself what, don't know. I, I, I myself, I signed a non-disclosure. I still don't know who it is. Um, but there's 40 consultants on the job. 40 consultants. Wow. Okay. Which to make I'm, sure that I'm the house one, is. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, these guys pay to make sure that they don't look bad. Mm -hmm. So, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You're doing a celebrity's home. Yes. We're assuming it's a celebrity because they've yes. made you sign That's the rumor. Um, so because you're in a room with 40 different consultants. Are these consultants dumb or are they like pretty good? No, they're everybody's talented. Okay. So that, that's does speak to a lot, I guess. I didn't think about that. So, but that's my expectation going into this. Like that's gonna be we're awesome. not going to see like Tom Cruise's house sucks, yeah. right? Because, yeah. because he pays to make sure it doesn't suck. Right. Right. That's my, that's my guess. And he's got to be camera ready at all times. So his house does too. You would think. Hopefully. All right. So this is producer Michael. And uh, so I really don't know where this video is going to go. He's got 36 it's minute like long videos. It's like he's consult, uh, conducting the opera or conducting <laughs> the, the symphony there. So I, I've seen a lot more of these guys. Oboe, more oboe. <laughs> yeah, this, so this guy does a lot of these videos. He was really big during COVID. Um, but he, a lot of people just watched his videos and reacted to him to make fun of him a little bit. And just because he's such a character. Um, and I'm not saying we're here to bash Michael, but, um, most of the time what he's pointing out in these houses are like, this is the shoe room. This is the, you know, whatever. And so this one is a $48 million mega mansion filled with cause bear bricks. Cause is like an artist cause who does like artist. this Mickey yeah. mouse dystopian yeah. type deal. Anyway. So just fair warning, this guy, I'm not expecting magic out of this guy. I just want y'all to see this goofball. <laughs> Because it's just good entertainment. It's just fun. This is just fun. Beverly Hills, California, and we're going to show is he you wearing a rug? Spectacular, <laughs> Probably. I think he's got a rug on. That's a, a fake hairpiece. Very interesting. Adam, look at the size of this. It's stupid sick. All right, just 
pause it right there. Looking at the outside, I mean, what do we think? Is that, I mean, it's a mega mansion, so it's ginormous. Kind of that mountain lodge kind of thing, it's looking thing. All windows. A lot of steel and windows and wood. What is what's like with the barn, vertical that's windows? Barn siding. It's a, it's a barn though. It's a barn though. It's a mega barn though. <laughs> yeah. So what do we think of these upwards slats? Is that a normal thing? I've never seen that in a home before. Upwards side. Are you turning the boards that are vertical? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a vertical sided house. All right. Yes, well, very common. Very common. Yeah, okay, it's a barn, good. but it's a barn. It's 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 the board and batten look. That's a vertical board and batten. That is uh um there there's not a batten it should but it's just they've got mm -hmm. that rustic barn wood yeah. and so it's I suspect it's a barn dominium. All right, we can just play it because I'm not really expecting architectural gold out of this. I was just curious about honestly this. That's uh, kind of funky it's very modern mm -hmm. yeah i mean you don't you, you don't yeah you don't like cause and not like modern mm -hmm. it's about two acres of land in beverly hills where you can imagine what that's worth it's massive Beautiful pool here and we'll come back out here a little later because down the driveway there's something very special got to show you that too see he's like all about the toys thing, this is the largest door by far that we've ever shown look at his shoes ready Oh my god. <laughs> Can you believe it? What's that? 20 I feel like that just looks bad, right? <laughs> Unreal. Come on in. I mean, it looks like a cartoon, right? <laughs> I got to stop it. Go in. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa All right, yeah, I mean, there there's nothing architecturally significant about this it house. Is it is just a giant room. And to put it in perspective, here's an example of, of, of the art and, you know, the door yeah. being bigger than the architecture. Yeah. And so we end up putting into our houses these, uh, yeah, I remember a builder one time put a Lamborghini in the living room. Yeah. Right? Why? Because he had no imagination and no architectural ability, nothing. He wanted something stunning. Right? So he puts a Lamborghini in the living room. Right? Why do you do that? You do that if you don't understand how to put moldings together. You do that if you don't understand how to create amazing spaces architecturally. You overcome that with junk yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. The cause thing, the huge door. It is just a big room, right? Yeah. But it's but it's more about the furniture. It's more about the right. art. And it's not, you know. And I mean, like right there, seven bedrooms, 11 bathrooms, parking for 30 cars. Like, <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, we don't have to continue watching this guy. He's just kind of a goober um, and and loves that. I mean, we could probably skip around right <laughs> the middle of the video, but there's there's probably nothing too significant in here. I'd like here. to see him without his rug on. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, a video that he's in where it was really windy, and it, it was just blown around, but it, it never came off. Oh, well, maybe it's not. Well, there are some... Could just be a massive come There's some over. pretty intense hair systems that <laughs> that's what they're called. They're called hair systems. They are a technical term. I did term. not know that. A buddy of mine got one recently. Really? Yeah. Like a like someone your age? Yeah. Really? Thirty, but yeah. And he got a rug or yeah. a, a implants or a toupee. No, he didn't do implants. So you get implants, they just everything that is there would would grow does grow and then the implants grow on top of that so you end up having like a more patchy look so he went with the the hair system where they wow. shave the whole top and then glue it on glue it on oh yeah 
Maybe they use PL because I can't get this stuff off. Me. Wait, there, <laughs> there is that. It's glued, yeah. And then you can like shower and do everything. It doesn't come off. <laughs> and it doesn't like, budge. It's crazy. Uh, that's like glue really close to your brain. Yeah. I don't know how good it was, that it's is. It's technically it epoxy. Gases. It's technically epoxy. <laughs> it's a two-part yeah. epoxy. All right, so we can, we can drop out of that producer Michael video. I just thought that guy, if you haven't watched his videos and just gotten a huge kick out of it, he's so funny. But okay, so our, our first real video is uh, this Architectural Digest video. Austin has pulled this for us, and just reading the title, it says, Inside a modern $100 million equestrian estate and farm on the market. Modern meaning recently built, because that's not modern style, right? Correct. Just 40 miles north of New York City, but a world away from it all. I'm Hope Mazzola, the listing agent for Stonewall Farm. Just after seeing Hope and that other girl, I think actually all house tours are weird. Here's what you're paying for. (laughs) What? Here's what you're paying for in that house, the the equestrian farm, because mm-hmm. you're not paying for that house. I mean, what, l- those columns are tubes, right? I mean, it's 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 built. That's built by oh, a mansion straight. builder. They're straight tubes. Yeah, I know. There, there's there's nothing architecturally special about that house. Well, let's close the shutters and get out of here. <laughs> look at the look at the look at the two shutters on the three bay window. Yeah, right. And just you know the way the way they got that balcony in there, the, the straight tubes. It's just unfortunate. the 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 column sits up underneath of the the entablature. It doesn't stick out. So mm-hmm. it's just little things like that. Look at the the size of that glass in the dormer versus the face of the dormer. That should be mm-hmm. you know eighty ninety percent of the the face of the dormer. It's like you know, 40%, 50%. So the, so the window size, the dormers look proportionally to the house are not bad, but proportionally to the dormer, they're bad. Cause it should be 70%. Yeah. So glass. there's like, so what I'm doing here is, is I'm looking at, you know, th- there are a few architectural clues that uh, tip the hand of the, you know, skill level of the architect and designer. I bet this house was built by a builder. And there wasn't even an architect involved. Yeah. Could have been a house plan designer, but for for to be a hundred million dollar house and to have that that yeah. crappy of a of a build is unfortunate. Well, there's not even a door to get out to the balconies. Yeah. On well, either yeah, floor. It's, it's, it's all visual, right? It's all it's, all, it's all meant to be implied. Yeah. What also the single shutter in the middle of the middle balcony, as weird as it is to say a middle oh, balcony. Oh yeah. There is there are three shutters on the two yeah. windows in the. Which one does it go to? Yeah, which so, one does it go to? So then you then you know that all they're doing is applying decoration. They've applied traditional decoration to the house. Mm-hmm. So for you, when you said you know that three window right there, that three gang or whatever, you just to solve that shutter issue, you just wouldn't put three windows you together. Or you just right. wouldn't put the shutters I mean, on it. You wouldn't put the shutters on that piece. I mean, you, you've you've grouped the the windows maybe to emphasize that kind of the center base section. You don't the, the shutters aren't required. Mm-hmm. One, they're they're not you know they're not going to be they're not for use anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they were, they'd probably accordion on themselves, right? If you look closely, and I don't think they they even fit for that size of window. They don't. So um, anyway, they're they're decoration. And that that whole house is decoration. It's it's an implied architecture. It's implied, you know, traditionalism, and it's not done very well. One hundred and forty spectacular acres 
and the epitome you're right you are paying for, for the age <laughs> 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 and the house lover oh yeah here we go now, and then the other the other critique i'd have is that st- sitting in this room do you have any idea that what's uh, what's going on in the outside like what is that style it's not the traditional that you've got on the inside the outside and so the inside and outside aren't speaking together very well it's kind of a a modern hand railing going around the top the yeah. top of that it almost looks farmhouse modern just because of the piping on the handrail that's which a, is fine i mean it, it, it's not terrible but it's just you know if i'm going to sit here and, and in this episode i just get to be a critique kind of the, the <laughs> you know that that, <laughs> that looks at stuff and just complains right mm-hmm. for a hundred million dollar house yeah I, i'm gonna do that i'm gonna <laughs> embrace that i'm gonna embrace that role i think your well, name is brent hole not <laughs> beautiful twenty four thousand square foot main residence i like the landscape i will say the landscape yeah, so is the nice. setting's amazing four thousand square foot pavilion that's what i'm talking about house. And it's all that on the nice. market for $100 million. And we are lucky enough to stop, have... Stop. Stop. See the columns sitting up underneath the beam like that? Wrong. They're wrong. That don't do that. See that they're straight tubes. There's no emphasis in those columns. It actually I, looks like the wrong. shutters might close. Not fit, but they <laughs> might close. Like, Not see the fit. hinge? Yeah, no, they, 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 they appear to be operable, but they're the wrong size. And especially the middle one. That's my favorite. Shot. You know what's weird about that middle balcony? It looks like nothing is supporting it. It's just yeah. tacked on to the column. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't look safe. It really does. <laughs> It really does not look 18 safe. gauge Brad nails. <laughs> All right. Nobody's going out here anyways. There's no door. <laughs> no door. But until, the, until the kid walks the, out there. The falls that <laughs> oh, it was done by an architect. Shoot. Well, Rebecca, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. her. The lady in the glasses. Is it really? No, I, I'm oh, kidding. Okay. I haven't seen this video, but maybe. Well, the other funny thing Shoot. is the, uh, yeah, that's awkward. It is awkward. Rebecca, get better. <laughs> um, the the middle balcony rail is the same size as the lower rail, which is hidden by the bushes, which is the same size as the upper rail. Wouldn't you naturally want to have low, medium, high kind of deal? Yeah, I mean, just it, the, the missed opportunity here is just blowing me away. They're, they they uh. could have done something cool around the door, but they decided to just insert it into the rectangle. The door itself is odd. That's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't you do some fun stuff around the edges of the door, but instead they just did. Well, they didn't even leave their self enough room right. kind of with that, the ceiling of that balcony. Cause wouldn't you want like a pediment or something in there? I'm asking. Yes. I'm asking. That's, yeah, okay, that's the you. opportunity I'm talking about. That That's this. Uh, why did you put in that, that middle balcony? Right. <laughs> why? There's no windows to go out there. Right. Doors. So there are doors to go out there. So it's just like, you could have done this amazing pediment or amazing built up surround that was more traditional, more appropriate to this mm-hmm. style that you're implying. Or um, even like a pulled out doorway. Yeah, something, right? And so why did you do that? It's just, it's just, you, you've built, yeah, it's weirdly, really weird. This is a little bit of a historical question and mm-hmm. how much do you see this on the job question, but um, is it traditional or is it typical to see a door that is literally flush with the entrance of the house? I mean, that that entire facade of the house, other than the balcony and the other, the roof balcony, is flat. It's just one flat thing. There's no, nothing comes off of the wall other than the shutters, I guess. But yeah, I see you know what, what you mean. No, I, I think it's not traditional. Like right? you that's, that's usually want weird. some kind of architrave or casing. I mean, same, same thing. Does just, that door swing out? 
Surely those swing in. Looks no, like it's got to come. It almost looks it like it's on in. the face of the. I don't see the hinges, I see the hinges so, so I think it goes go in. in. But yeah, there's not a there's not a lot of uh, depth or texture in this thing. Yeah. Right? Rasmussen, the architect who designed this masterpiece. Rasmussen. It was such a great. Oh, that is her, right? To be able to work yeah. so closely okay. with the owners of this property oh, to create a home that really meant a lot to them. It's a beautiful space. Yikes. With attention to all sorts of details. So let's go in and take a look. I'm excited that we have the actual oh, architect to explain us. That is crazy, yeah. <laughs> this is the main entry to the home. What's important about this space is that you get the light from both sides. This is like recording yourself doing home. a crime. What's important about this space <laughs> is It's like, <laughs> you're guilty. <laughs> Here's how I murdered this person. First, I took the knife, and I planned it for quite a while. I even have drawings of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I sketched it out a lot from a lot of different angles. So, what do you do? You agree with her that the light from both sides well, is really important? So, yeah. So, there's a concept that in single bay rooms that you have, it allows light. But when you get in a house that's too deep, you you only have light from one side. What's a single bay room? Well, like like, a window uh, well, bay? like like that is a double bay. You've got you've got this front portion, you've got this back portion. So she's got light coming from both sides. So that's you know in architectural speak, right? Yeah. It's it's just like to have a room with light on two sides is better than a room with one. light on one side. And some rooms have lights on three sides. And it's like Frank Lloyd Wright has a lot of his rooms are peninsulas, you know, yeah, or, peninsulas, yeah. and so you have light on all these different sides, and so. It allows you to experience that room in a number of different places, a number of different times. It doesn't get as yeah. dark. And so when she's, when her, that statement that she's making is, is, you know, that that's the benefit she's, she's coming up with for that room. Yeah. You, you know, it's clear too, that, that, that these people wanted to kind of combine a modern and traditional mm -hmm. aesthetic. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the, those, those moldings are just, you know, flat boards. There's not anything. And yeah. so exactly. th they are, um, you know, maybe that was the, the the whole design point, but certainly standing on the outside of it, you don't get that impression. No, right? Well, you you, you don't think that there's Sarah. a contemporary, you know, uh, focus on this. But yeah, do you think Sarah will speak to that? You mean one Patricia Rasmussen? Ra oh, Rebecca? Rebecca. <laughs> we all messed up. Rasmussen. have been here for many, many years. So we sourced materials that were aged. In other Where? words, the flooring came from many, many different locations, but it is all antique flooring. Do you like that? Do you like uh, getting the flooring from multiple different locations? Or? Well, you we like salvage material. I like that. But it, it doesn't go with the modern aesthetic that they've got going on in there. I mean, if you're going to do moldings like that, I would have done a flat, you know, almost maple, you know, museum quality flooring kind of flooring. Because it's, it's a weird, you know, combo. juxtaposition and combo that they've got going together. Hey, that's the first carving I've seen in a, any piece of this house so far. Mm -hmm. Every else, everything else has been that's flat. A carving. Well, whatever it is, it's texture, and nothing else has had texture yet from states all over the country that we put in so that it would feel that the wide planks and the feel of the home it's just the wide plank floors with the sense. polished walls so that, doesn't work very well to me ah the living room I feel like all these rooms are the exact same the, the puddle drapes are a little bit dated oh yeah 
this project was taking different influences and creating a home for the owners. We wanted to bring a modern aesthetic. Got a French mantle. Some antiques and with some Oh, Asian that's detail. All a nod toward Okay, so she put together a sim somewhat ornate fireplace together with very flat moldings. Is that to draw more attention well, I mean, to she, it? Well, she's got two salvage materials so far. She's got the, the antique floor. She's got an antique mantle, too, that French mantle. So, uh, again, she's she's highlighted the materials that she's put in as opposed to the architecture. Mm, okay. you know, and certainly mm -hmm. standing in that room, you're not sitting there going, oh, I'm still in that traditional farmhouse, right? Right. That looks like a, a, a room from a you know 10th story in the penthouse in New York. One of the other things they like about this space is that it is always bright and light during the day, no matter what the weather. And in the evening, you can actually see the night sky and That's the stars. That's kind of cool. I like it's that room. It's an intimate space, fairly small, and allows for people to have one or two people a nice conversation. A lot of orchids. person dinner party. <laughs> it's quite lovely, and it's where they spend a lot of their time. Do they still own this place? Did she say that? I don't know. I mean, it's for sale. Library. This is a oh, space is that market. was influenced by McKinvin White. What? What? Explain that. I don't McKim get it. Okay. They're like Mc famous, Mc right? Yeah. Historical McKinvin and White were historic architects in the turn of the century that from 1890 to about 1910, they had <laughs> the most famous architecture firm in the world. And they did all these incredible buildings all around the country. They are the pinnacle. They, they set up the modern uh, architectural office as far as the way they organize things with studios. I mean, they were just groundbreaking. <laughs> and for her to claim that name, okay, for her to say McKean Bean White is, it'd be like me, you know, just keep throwing around Frank Lloyd Wright's name or it, it just, you know, some famous person's name, a famous architect. But you don't go into that library and think McKean, Mean and White, okay? It's a space that allows you to look up and see books all the way to the sky. You can be in here in the winter with a nice fire, and it's a space that really, really is. If you've quite been in the J.P. Morgan Library nice that she's referencing in New York, it's yeah. just nothing like it. <laughs> no comment. Well. And Come here on, we are Rebecca. in the kitchen. What was really <laughs> important about island. designing this space was making it a comfortable Can't space reach for the a middle. family. No. This owner has a rather large family, and they wanted everyone to be able to be in the kitchen at the same time. Now, right there, <clears throat> see those windows in the back? Are they completely different style than the windows in the front? Yeah, we did that at the barn where we were trying to get a contemporary look on the back because they wanted a lot of light uh -huh. and I wanted to take advantage of the landscape and see out of that. Yeah. Then they didn't want a bunch of windows. So we did that with steel and wood. But you think I, think that, well I think that's why they're doing that. I, I mean, I don't like the organization of the individual openings. I think they could be done better. But yeah. uh well, I guess kind of something I'm curious about. The front of the house looked like it was just a symmetrical little home, and now we go to the back, and there's a little more evolved space to it. What do you think about that? Like, what what goes through your head when you see that kind of space? Well, I mean, I, I don't like the overall execution of the house, right? I don't I don't like the architectural details. I don't think they're carefully crafted, mm. right? For a hundred million dollar state, and so <laughs> again, there's nothing wrong with this house. I mean, in that if you if you spend you know five or six million dollars on a house like that. It's okay, mm -hmm. right? And you could have fixed just a few things in this house and made it much better. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it sounds like the, the client gave a, you know, 
contradictory, you know, mm-hmm. s- statement about what they really wanted because mm-hmm. they got this traditional front, but you go inside and it's very contemporary yeah. in a lot of those spaces. Nothing on the inside so far as hinted to the very traditional, you, know, you know, outside. And so that to me is a, is a disconnect, but that could have been the homeowner. That could have been, you know, I, I see the the Buddhas and the, and the, the other things yeah. going on in there. You're like, you know, that's almost an Asian Japanese influence or like or, meditative, yeah, calm, calm, yeah. So peaceful. What, you know, her directive could have been, you know, hard to read. And yeah. So, but even in the, like, let's say the homeowner said all the, like, I want yeah. a modern, a traditional contemporary, like contradicting, like the architect still screwed up in the front. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like, totally. You know, it could have been sometimes you get a, a clients like this that have a lot of money and, and they think they know everything mm-hmm. and they end up. And if you don't have a strong architect, they can run over, yeah. you know, the architect and just, well, this is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And, and you end up like, look, you're going to have a hot mess on your hands. And so <laughs> they they and which they do. Right. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't. I don't think you look at that landscaping is fabulous. Obviously, the grounds are amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, but. I mean, if I drive up and that's the f- the first mm. view I'm getting of a hundred million dollar property, I'm like, there better be some. <laughs> there better be a sixty foot p- pool house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you're in luck. There better be a pizza oven. There, there is. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a closing thoughts on this, Richard. What do you think about this place as a whole? Are you feeling feeling like you spent a hundred million dollars on this? Well, it's funny because <laughs> I had a glance when we just you know. Behind the scenes, Austin was going through this before we started rolling this podcast. Yeah. And he's like, don't, you know, don't look. I was already looking over there. And, yeah. uh, and at a glance, I was like, oh, that looks nice, yeah. you know. But when we slow down and start looking and Brent's pointing all this stuff mm-hmm. out, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They kind of jack some things yeah. up. <laughs> so I overall, I, I agree. I think that for the price, I mean, it's, a, it's not a good deal. I would say... Keep keep looking if you have a hundred million and you're in the market, <laughs> maybe pass on this one. Yeah, invest in uh, Brent Hole. He's gonna do some maybe sign up neighborhoods. Take that hundred million, put it into Passion for Craft, and yeah, we can do something for you. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Um, looking at the two chimneys, it's kind of funny because on the one side of the room there is. Uh, house yeah house sorry there's the one room with the victorian salvaged fireplace mantle and everything and then on the other side of the house there was that really like low hung whatever fireplace that just looked terrible it's just so interesting like one was really good and then one was really bad all in the same house well you'd expect to see if you're standing on the outside of the house you're you're you you establish some expectations i expect to be in a country house i expect to see that fire, that natural stone fireplace or the field stone fireplace, I would expect to see somewhere inside there was a brick wall in the kitchen. Yeah. Why would you have a brick wall when you have all this wonderful stone? Mm-hmm. You know that you brought in a new material that doesn't make sense. And so, you know, instead of having a French mantle that looked like a penthouse in there, yeah. why, why would you not stick with the country vibe? You've got the hand cut floors. Why wouldn't you have a stone fireplace, right? Why, yeah. Where is that material? Where is that gone? And so. You know, it's just, you know, they've create, they're creating expectations here that aren't met yeah. when you go inside. Well, you're right. Like, the, even just thinking about, like, everything in there wanted to be a New York penthouse, and then nothing about it was because the, the even from 
um, the drapes to the uh, modern library to all that stuff. It was all modeled after New York stuff. And, and, then, and I and I like uh, like leather. L leather works on this house yeah. in certain places, but not the not the way they executed the leather yeah. floors. They right? did it in a different. Way. That was leather floor. I didn't understand that. I was so confused by that. Me library. too. I, I, she was like, "It's we stained it really dark mahogany, and everything was black in there, right?" I don't know uh, why you ch why you choose a material like mahogany and yeah. then paint it black. Basically, right. it's just like it, it, it's almost like they wanted the statement. Oh, we got black mahogany or something. They right. wanted mm -hmm. to. They wanted a uh, you know something Some they could tick it. off that, that 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 they had something special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think $100 million, we think a lot of it, let's say $50 million of it could have gone to the equestrian horse farm. Let's hope $99 million went to the <laughs> horse farm. You, so what's the, I guess let's play this game. What's the maximum you feel like this house is worth that you would spend it on? Assuming location, location, location is not the issue. I think that's a 3 to $5 million house. Richard? I was going to say like two to three. And I have no spectrum for I what mean, is no, what. <laughs> knowing, knowing the materials they put inside, it is kicking it up for me. Okay. But like, yeah. Like, like expectations of what that would cost, like in Fort Worth on a street, you know, it's a big house. There's a lot of square That's footage. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, but I mean, without the other stuff, it's a, uh, I mean, it, it's not a. I don't have a good idea. I don't really have a good perspective have a good either. either. I'm yeah. just kind of thinking like from what I've seen on Realtor.com. I would have said one million <laughs> realistically, but. Well, you got all that mahogany The, the stuff, and stuff inside, I don't know how yeah. much mahogany costs. Mahogany? <laughs> well, they could have used pine and painted it and they would have gotten the same that result. That could be mahogany in there. <laughs> I think that's. I love the figure <laughs> mahogany. Yeah, that's dark oat, right? Exactly. Mahogany, pine. All right, so now we're checking out uh, Thomas Cruz. Um, I think that's his full name. Um, but he's got a Colorado ranch. The title says, Tom Cruise selling his $39.5 million Colorado ranch. See inside the Wait, massive caveat, home. this is uh, 2008. Yeah, so <laughs> we did a small pre-screening of this. So this is a 2008 $39.5 million dollar home. Katie Holmes. Is he not, are they not married anymore? No. R.I.P. All right. Well, um, so Oprah is actually doing the house tour, which is exciting. May I just say, I have never seen anything like this. There she is. Oh, my God. I just have to stop a minute. Oprah was so blown away by Tom's 320-acre ranch. Well, I hope, that, I hope that Oprah was so blown away that she actually displays the ranch and not just them. All right. So there's the exterior. It looks like a really cool like mountain home. Very. I mean, uh, what I've seen from the pictures, it it it's it is that typical mountain the look with a lot of wood, a lot and, uh, of wood, and so it, it it doesn't. This one, I mean, it is what it is. I I, I think it's going to be a little bit dated, but um, for obvious reasons. But the, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it so far. Oh, I love a great kitchen, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. It, I mean, it's just all exposed wood. Yeah. Pause there. That's great. I mean, it's all that exposed wood. It's almost too much of it, that. but do you not like when it's like all like that? I'm not a fan of cabin look at all. I'm not a fan of like too much. Like there, there's times where it's like, all right, you know, it's a cap. We're in the mountains and like, 
there's a bunch of exposed wood like that or just it's stained and semi unprocessed or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, we're in the yeah, room. I understand. I understand what they're doing with it. Like cabin, like yeah, yeah. obviously, you know, you're, why don't you like it though? It's just too overwhelming. Like yeah. log and wood. I like to see contrast and different texture mm-hmm. to me. It's just like boring architecturally. Yeah. What do you think? It's a little bit of a cliche. Okay. okay? I, I, I dislike other styles more. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, in, in that, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. But sometimes those enclosed woody spaces, when they open up to the light and they're open up to a big window, really, you know, create some drama and stuff like that. And so I think it can work. Okay. I think it can work. The driveway a mile long. A mile long. Square feet with seven that sucks to snowplow. The price tag just under forty million at thirty nine point five. Of course, you can't put a price tag on all three star garage and the ranch's spot in pop culture history. But they've got the dovetailed corners there. Yeah, I was gonna say it they... looks a little bit faux. I mean, why would you have those dovetail corners there, right? So they've they purposely you them created on the outside of the house. Yeah, you, they've created a little corner there, so it so it creates some drama. But it's a weird connection. But I mean, I'm really nitpicking. Does that have the chinking in it too? Mm-hmm. First time, what did you think? I was just blown away. Yeah. I mean, just driving up the the road to get here yeah. i didn't realize she was taller than tom cruise he's short and then i realized he was a scientologist <laughs> I got out of there no. well didn't didn't he jump up on the couch with her <laughs> not famously when he jumped on the know. couch said he with loved Oprah? katie holmes yeah pretty sure uh, is it gonna happen here <laughs> it's i mean that's a cool cow. house yeah pretty cool house <clears throat> Tom Cruise? Not a fan of cabins, I gotta say. Like, yeah. A, but yeah, forty million. All right, All right. here we go, Robert Downey. This is Susan's house. The reason that it's situated exactly where it is is because they. He lives in a uh, a windmill. That looks like it's on, that looks like it's on Sag. That looks like it's they're, in New they're, York. They're in Hamptons. Yeah, they're in Hamptons. Okay, yeah. I was just there, oh, wait, wait, and wait, so that's what it looks this. like. This was our first bit of design for the house, and we just can't. The Whirly gig. <laughs> Yeah, it's part of the furniture now. I like that brick going up there. Cozy in this joint. Right off the bat, I'll show is you. Is that his wife or is that a, 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 He said Susan was her name. I didn't know what he said. This one. Well, he introduced uh, them as the Downies. Okay. It gives you something to look at when you're dropping a deuce. A drug meal free America. <laughs> this is what you don't want to see. The inevitable why is everything stuffed in here closet. <laughs> and I'm telling you there's a cat box in there too. Susan Downey will now take over the classy portion. So it is his wife. Feel free to get Joe on camera at once. Get in here. Hey. I want to make something very clear before you start. I know so he's the designer. Apart. That's oh, yeah. Joe and I'm Robert. I'm All right, go ahead. Uh, older brother. <laughs> we worked together with great ceramicists, and he really did a miracle for us here. You're very pleased with this place, aren't you? A miracle. Uh, yeah, I'm very pleased with my clients. Thank you. <laughs> What, what do you think of that piece? Maybe four times. It doesn't surprise me that a movie star having a place in the Hamptons would fill it up with crazy art. I'd just and like so, to remind you that your comment at the beginning of this is a lot of these guys have a team yeah. that gets together and makes this house great. Yeah. You still feel that way? 
<laughs> I, I still I think that's what he's done, right? He, you know, he's he's trusted his brother for that piece of artwork, but but so far architecturally everything's cohesive in my mind. Even right. though they have a a little sunken pit and everything else for that, you know, it still works. The execution of it, the colors they use, the materials they used, it works. All right. So it's funky, yeah. But that's pretty cool. It is funky, but I don't I mean, like that, I don't like that ceramic piece though. Is, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it, it, the way I look at modern art and things like that, it's reversible. Like, in a, as a preservationist, you want to do nothing to the building that isn't reversible, that you can't take off later. That art is reversible. There are some other pieces. I think this is our most recent iteration. We'll always have a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> oh, always have a pumpkin spice latte. Believe it or not, I actually do own the licensing for my own 3D head scan. And this is just for those intimate nights, you know. When, when Doesn't you, everyone need you a just green marble head? I like the moldings, like, like the beadboard and like the, that's what I mean. the casing. Yeah. What do we love about this spot? I'll show you. If, yeah, when these two pillows are correctly aligned, that's a cool that chair too. That it's seat. like the Roman yeah. vomitorium, where you can eat and then lay down. Is she asleep? Never. <laughs> One of our elements of high design are these signs everywhere. <laughs> Nothing matters except them not getting out. Yeah, not a ton. So it is a windmill. Bitted on the stairs, didn't you? Yeah. These are steep stairs. It's why she likes. I think it's a faux windmill. All right, there she is. It's got like a balcony. That's cool. I, yeah, they really didn't show a lot of this place. That yeah. praying mantis thing. That's funny. <laughs> Is that reversible? And so they're they're playing to the uh, architectural traditions that were on the Hamptons. Yeah, and they're they're the the every you know all the all the moldings and everything inside were really well done. Yeah, and the appropriate materials. You know, it it was it was great. Loved it. I actually think the windmill is really cool. Mm -hmm. Like that's a fun feature to live in. I like the entry up. And the front door and the little awning, like yep, and scale had, and proportion of all the parts and pieces work. Yeah, right? and so it had a herringbone brick entry. Yeah, walk I did. walk up, and then this gravel drive. And so you know you're in the country. The you know you're, and so this is whimsical and fun. Yep, good. So it was a good one. Yeah, he had a team, evidently, and. Uh, executed well team got together he used to fire his ceramic i, I find that in areas like this yeah. where traditional architecture is practiced a lot and they have a lot of tradition of it yeah everybody's gets better now why why does why because they have the original route right around them that they can look at and go mm -hmm. oh look oh we missed that detail oh this is this is better and so when you have a lot of those traditions and details in your neighborhoods it's harder to screw them up yeah that makes and sense. And I feel like if you did, you were on the path to screw them up, like screw up the streetscape, people would tell you about it. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Hey, and, and, you can't do yeah. that. The traditional is not very uh, well done when you go further west, right? Why? Because they just don't have a lot of lot of examples to look at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So we saw um, a mega mansion that was gaudy and pretty terrible. It was hopefully <clears throat> mostly valued in the horse farm. Well, then we saw a horse farm, $100 million horse farm, uh, the mega mansion for the producer. Michael. Oh, yes. Yeah, I oh, forgot right. about that forgot one. About I tried to block too. that out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You brought uh, it back up. Yeah, welcome back. 
Then we had uh, the the horse farm that we hoped it was mostly valued in the horse farm. Then we we saw Tom Cruise's Mountain Home uh, from 2008, a little throwback. And then we finally ended with uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s current home. Um, overall, like, uh, what are the thoughts? Did did your theory hold true about your celebrities? Mostly, um, yeah. I mean, you know, th- those those people pay for style, right? If they don't, they, they, it doesn't mean that they have you know, taste and everything else. I yeah. mean, you saw the cat pictures and the cat things he has up on his deal. I mean, you know, they've, they've got a team of professionals who make them look good. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's what I expected. You know, that hundred million Megan mansion, um, was, was, was poorly executed. Right. And so this is better. Yeah. Rebecca, you would not be hired by Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The Rasmussen, build was not very inspired it was that i guess it comes to that balance of like where do you step in as the architect to to talk to your client and i guess that's the education piece that we've been talking about so much is you know how do you do that i think uh as a homeowner hiring an architect i feel like you're gonna trust them because they're an architect Mm -hmm. so you're just if okay you know i guess right this is what you design you're the professional let's do it so. I'm consulting with the client right now uh, in Michigan. The, they uh, had their builder. The builder has an in-staff architect. And so, you know, the architect apparently told them, uh, you know, they wanted something French country, French. And, and, and I'm genius at that style. I'm really good at that. I, you know, that's all I do. And it was a hot mess. <laughs> and it was just gr- gross. And so it's hard because... You know, people will sit there and look you in the eye and say, I'm a genius at that style. And truthfully, he didn't know what he was doing. And so, you know, it's hard for the, you know, the layman to get a good house today. And and it's hard. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for watching this episode of the Passion for Craft podcast. Got to see lifestyles of the rich and famous uh, on full display. So hope you liked it and tune in next time.